Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Men are like fine wine. They all start out as grapes. Our job is to stomp on them. That's right. And then leave them in the dark until they mature into something that we wouldn't mind having dinner with. (laughs) I know that one. And I'm proud of myself, too. Really? One of my favorite representations of black women on television of all time. I love her. So, yes, I'm very proud of myself. That was actually too... That was like a spoiler, essentially. It was a little bit of a hint, but not too much of one, because that description fits a lot of people. So that's That's me. That's me not giving spoilers. Well, anyway, so I am. uh, I don't know who I was going to say the character. So now I don't know who it is. I am going to go ahead and be Nikki Parker. Okay. And I am Terrell McCraney. And this is The Read. This is The Read. And I wanted to talk about him really quickly because I saw Moonlight last night. And I'm not sure if you've seen it or if you've heard of it. But that movie is amazing. So Black Excellence this week is Moonlight. It is? That was going to be my Black Excellence. I actually have two. Wow. But that was going to be one of them. We're on the same wavelength. It's so good. So, uh, I saw Black I saw Black Excellence. <laughs> Same thing. Whatever. I saw Moonlight <laughs> twice this weekend. Each time I went, I bought two tickets. And it was well worth it. I w- might actually even go again. Like, I really, really liked it. I thought it was a great coming-of-age story. I thought, I mean, I, were, was there a Black... Was there a white person in it? Was there anybody but Black people in I the game? I don't think so. I can't recall seeing a I white don't face... at all ...or say any screen. white words. Maybe a police officer was white, but not too many people I who weren't Black. I don't remember... It was. It's a beautifully shot film. It's shot the in Miami. The actors are phenomenal. Yes, it's the director and the writers. Based. From. Yeah, both of them. And so, I said, Liberty City. Kid Fury is gonna be all about this. As soon as he said, like, where are you from or where you live, and he said Liberty City, I was just like, Oh Jesus! Like, I was just, <laughs> oh the baby. 
Like, it's such a great film. It made me homesick as fuck because I was like, oh my God, I know that place. Oh my gosh, look at that's the freeway. Oh my goodness, I-95. Oh shit, I know that part of the beach. Like, everything. The high schools were fucking authentic as for everything. The whole entire experience was so authentic. The acting was amazing. The cast was so great. Everything Mm -hmm. was perfect. The way that it was split into three chapters or three acts. These different parts of this guy's story was awesome. It was almost like this person said, mm, Kid Fury's never going to do this DL video. So let me go <laughs> ahead and write like the beginning of what it would be Ooh, into like wee. a beautifully crafted film. Although it doesn't really like the thing I liked about it is that it's one of it's a movie that revolves around like sexuality and coming into your own and being a man and how your environment affects you and that sort of thing. But it wasn't like, it wasn't like heavy. Like I didn't feel like I I got beat up afterwards. You know what I mean? I didn't feel assaulted by it. It felt very, you know, real and subtle where it needed to be. It didn't feel like, I don't feel like it went over the line or anything like that. But it just did a really great job of painting a great picture. And I think that if you get a chance to go see it, you absolutely need to. Yeah, it was, really it was very moving. I almost cried a couple of times. Like I, I felt a little something in my spirit twice. I actually was surprised that I didn't. But I got very, very, very Some of those close. scenes are extremely relatable. And some of it is just very, very fucking heartbreaking. But it's a very great story. Extremely well told. I'm very excited for the director, the cast, everybody involved, because I feel like it deserves all the accolades it's been getting and more. It's like the highest rated film on Metacritic or one of the highest rated films on there, like of all time or something. Like it's getting nothing but great reviews. It's It's like a 99 out of 100 on there. Yeah. So if you live somewhere near a venue that's playing it, go see it. Or I think it's going to be nationwide next week or in more more cities next week. It's definitely in New York and LA right now. So I would definitely run out there and go see it if you can. Shout out to Barry Jenkins. It was just so great. It is just really, yeah, it's good. And Barry Jenkins did a great interview on uh, NPR's Code Switch podcast talking about the movie and all that, which I recommend y'all go listen to. And shout out to Janelle Monae, who is just out here, man. I cannot wait to see her again in Hidden Figures, but she just kills it in this movie. She just kills it. God damn, she's so good. She's everybody's play, Amy. That one who's like... But she just doesn't... She doesn't get... Like, she's not auntie to me. It's not... No, it's not... it's, It's not like Jennifer Lewis auntie. It's more of that... That auntie that I could go to when my mama was tripping, not in the way his mama was tripping, but when my mama was tripping, there was like his a safe fell. auntie I could. <laughs> like she would. She tripped and fell. You are not there. shit. But when me and my mama was, you know, getting into it, there was that lady who I could go to who you know understood both sides, but would be like down for me, right, or whatever. That's okay, what she reminded yeah, right. me of. That figure in my yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's, but it's oh God, it's so good. I could talk about it all day. Also, um, Ariel Johnson, or I don't know if it's Ariel or what, but I'm going to say Ariel. Ariel Johnson is the only black woman on the East Coast to own a comic book store in Philadelphia, the Amalgam Comics and Coffee House, Inc. That's actually not the story. The story is that she is on a variant cover of Invincible Iron Man, Number one, 
which is the new Iron Man. That's mm. the black girl that was Black Excellence. I don't know how many weeks ago. But if you don't know, Iron Man, or now she's called Iron Heart, I guess. Oh, but wow. Tony Stark is no longer the bad bitch Iron Man. It's now a 15-year-old black girl named Riri Williams who has big hair and is supposed to look like Sky Jackson or something like that. And so they're doing all of these different covers for this first issue, I believe. And so this girl who owns the comic book store is like someone drew her as a part of the cover sitting next to Iron Man. So I just thought that that was really cool. Um, And I love her hair and I love that they got her smile and everything like perfectly on back, like on, (laughs) on point. So definitely look that up and shout out to her. And if you're everywhere, anywhere around there, you know, go in there and grab something kind of, you know, anything you can, Iron Man or, or, or Buffy comics and, uh, that's great. Archie. I don't know what else they sell in comic book stores, but. Probably all kinds of stuff related to like other fantasy shows and stuff like that. Paraphernalia and that sort of thing. All Doc- kinds of geek and fandom stuff in comic book stores. Do- Doctor Who? Is it Doctor Who? The show? I think. Whatever. Shade and full. <laughs> so. We about to not know what um, we're talking about. Where do we start? Okay. Bad horrible good for her oh i almost forgot i had a present for you also terrible here you go oh thanks i was in a store and i saw it and made me think of you in hot topic yes (laughs) oh does it say hot topic on it it definitely says hot topic on the cover (laughs) of it oh thanks so much well you're welcome (laughs) steven universe comment i didn't see the other four though it says four or four but i didn't see one through three But this is super cute. I appreciate that. I got it when I got the Steven Universe Monopoly, which we're going to have to play on Thanksgiving. Steven Universe has Monopoly? Yes, there's a Steven Universe branded Monopoly game. And the pieces, the locations, everything on it is Steven Universe. I cannot wait to play. Well, I'm going to be Garnet. I already called it, so. I don't know if you can be Garnet. I think the the tokens are other stuff, like a cookie cat and stuff like that. Girl. I don't know for sure, though, because I haven't opened the box yet. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. 
Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Okay, well, that was some good news then because the rest of this (laughs) is dreadful. Let's start with, okay, then let's start with the one piece of good news. And truthfully, it's just good for them. Um, Sierra's having a baby again with her actual husband that she's married to, Russell Wilson. And uh, she hasn't gotten matching hair yet. Mm, So that's a good sign that things should probably flow in a different direction congratulations sierra that's great news um that diamond ring she's laid up on instagram where she went to go announce it because that's where everyone goes to announce things that are happening in their lives and you know she's got an ombre lace front and she's just you know is wearing dark colors giving you a black and white for a classic feel her diamond is gigantic. It's the size of the entire... It's the focal point like of the photo. 600 <laughs> pixels by 600 additional pixels. Like, my God, so large. It is huge. Um, and so everyone's, you know, congratulating her, except for the future hive. But nobody <sighs> nobody cares about how they feel. Those niggas. Um, and she's so, just laid up with her corny ass man looking very happy. I mean, they are Goals. corny for each other. <laughs> you know, and Matching if you're not going to be corny anywhere else, why not with your man? Why not be goofballs together? I just can't wait to see whatever ridiculous matching fucking Halloween costume they're going to wear. Oh, you know it's going to be something bad. It's just going to be with so With a pregnancy theme on it, too. Dumb. It's going oh. to be a costume for the three of them. <laughs> Like, I just can't even do it. It's going to be real suburban white family. And it's, you know, and I'm going to be happy for Sierra because that's what she wants. Russell should be a cut and Sierra should be activist. And then. What? And then maybe the baby could be like a straw. Do you no. have straws? Maybe? They have some of them use straws. Or like ice. <laughs> <laughs> I think you iced them. No, actually, I don't even think they would do a sprite. Like, the baby not... could be a sprite. Oh my God. Like what about little future? Born. That's what I mean. The ba- he could be a sprite. Oh, what about the fetus? The fetus could be like they could just paint like a straw or like a lemon <laughs> wedge on her belly. <laughs> this is horrible. This is a very bad idea, but you know, whatever. I'm it happy for Sierra and her little. You know, little. Let me not be. Oh, he could be the baby. Could be a Jolly Rancher. This is cute. You know, how can, you can't hate on Sierra for being pregnant by her husband. There's nothing. Oh, and then there goes Little Future right below this picture looking just like his damn daddy. My God. Did you see that? Woo! Fuck. God damn. <laughs> anyway, congratulations, Sierra. Wishing you a happy 
and and safe ass pregnancy and all that. He For, is oh, so the spitting image of his cute. damn pappy. <laughs> he is adorable. <laughs> He's gonna be like one of those um, niggas that's his daddy's twin, but actually like. Like went to university mm-hmm. and it's like curing things. Or when he's next to his mama, he looks like her. And as he gets older, I he'll think start he looks a lot like, like her, her too. But with this facial expression and everything, the future is all over that face. That's the clean sprite album because <laughs> he looks so precious. Virgin sprite. Like he has no idea, you know, the circumstances he's been. He's, he's like been my nigga. I'm to. at the pumpkin patch. Like all these adult issues. It's actually have nothing to do with me. Lit out here. Just make sure that your payment information is inside my iPad so that I can get these tokens. I don't know. Whatever. I mean, because he's dressed up in his little Tims and everything at the patent farm with and the his goats. Fucking patched up bomber <laughs> jacket. You know, his NASA jacket. A doll. He'll so, have you know, <laughs> this ain't no basic little boy. Because. <laughs> I'm trill and educated. Right. So just that's how this goes. That's how here. my features look. So y'all know. Pretty bright. Mm. Um on the flip side of things, apparently Future broke up uh Scotty Pippen's marriage. Um Scotty Pippen is filing from his wife filing divorce from his wife Larsa, who I know nothing about. But she looks like, you know, they asked her to be on basketball wives and she was like, Ugh, too rich. So Oh, definitely. You know, um, I think she's Kim Kardashian's friend. And then other than that, is I don't that know nothing else about familiar? her. Probably. Let me You've Google. You've probably seen her in pictures next to Kim Kardashian. Larsa Kardashian. Look, all I had to do was put Larsa K. There it is. <laughs> it doesn't even take much. How Kim and Kourtney Kardashian are helping her through Larsa Pippen's star-studded support system. Oh because, God. I mean, what better support system is there to have besides a star-studded one? I mean, and who better to help you get through the pain of fucking around on your husband than a Kardashian? They know all about it. If someone can get you through the whole shit that caused your marriage to fall apart and now your name is all over the blogs, who else but these two? This we is what they were no born to proof. do. Isn't that the story, though, that she was fucking around with Future? You know, she and Future are very great great friends. This is why the divorce is being filed, though. Is it not because Uh, she cheated on her husband? Scotty is asking for full custody. Spousal support? Oh. (laughs) I was about to fucking say no job. We're not talking about Mary J. Blige's ex husband. We're not talking about. The man with the act, he has the money. Right, He's the breadwinner. No, 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 no. That cannot be it. He's asking for full custody of the four children. Oh, yeah, that's so he won't have to pay child support. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. You get nothing. You get, as well as an amendment to the prenuptial agreement that they had together, you know, because Mm. he does not want to pay alimony. So... I'm sure he doesn't. And Whatever honestly, happened, it's safe to say that he's pissed. Well, I mean, and who wouldn't be? I also would be, especially if it was like, you know, I saved you from whatever white trash road you were inevitably, inevitably going to go down. I brought you into this world. I made you rich. I paid for whatever enhancements you've had done to your body. I've given you these children. You literally had nothing to worry about. All you had to do was sit back and don't give that pussy to nobody but me. And you just could not do that one thing. So I wouldn't want to pay alimony either. But if you didn't put a clause in the prenup saying that if you cheat on me, the prenup is void, then that's your that's your fault. Like, you're trying to go back and amend it now. It's like, I understand why, but 
That's why we have prenups. I mean, but that's why. That's why she signed it. Because <laughs> I'm getting mine. Um it yeah, doesn't help. And they're in California, right? So she automatically gets they've been married for like twenty years or something crazy. So she's definitely getting her money. She's <laughs> definitely getting her money. She might not get full custody though. Especially because those kids aren't infants. See, here's the thing. You know, I just feel like you have to take the good with the bad when you're super rich and you decide to marry someone who you know is going to be uh, dependent on you. Right. To live the lifestyle that you live. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong, I think, with going out here and scooping up a few of these girls with a doctorate in their own, you know, checking and saving. (laughs) Because I feel like, you know, those girls will probably, I don't know for sure. I can't speak for for the, you know, for these ladies, but I just feel like they might be quicker to say, oh, well, you know, I came here. Uh, with my own with experience, my own things. all of these decades <laughs> of academic work that I've put in mm-hmm. um, with this very same job and these figures that I've been making before he put this ring on. So I'm, I'm doing quite well all on my own. So besides seeing my children, you can frock off like I don't <laughs> you can do what you want. You know what I'm saying? But then with that comes the fact that you can't control that bitch right because, because those women are actual work. people right yeah. and they're not gonna let you run them because you flaunting money it, over them is nothing they have money that nigga that. i pay all my bills by myself with zero help from anybody else and it's fine so <laughs> you talking about you can pay bills it's like okay nigga and you can I, get my hair done like i don't get my hair so, <laughs> right they don't give a fuck and they don't want those girls anyway because they have you know opinions and will say them out loud so like those are the women who i feel like if that woman if she already had you know her coins and then was like i want 75 percent of yours then i would probably be like okay wait no let's talk about this because bitch what <laughs> but these right. girls I you see. came in trying to floss and get in their panties because you can buy them you know red bottoms rouge bottoms yeah. magenta bottoms mm-hmm. all of those different shades you know when it's all said and done then you don't want to give them no coin i just get confused mm-hmm. like let's be real about this larsa larsa pippen wasn't going to be extraordinary in any other way they're just that lady is who she is, and that was all she was going to be. But she gave up any hope of even doing something else when she became your wife and, you know, assumed the role of NBA wife and mother and has been doing that for the past however many decades. We cannot expect now for her to go out and take care of herself in any meaningful way because what education or skills does she have that could be at all useful in the workplace? I mean, I don't know anything about Larsa Pippen and I don't know much about Scotty Pippen. She's getting her money. the fact that, I know that he plays basketball. I see that. I'm sure that she has, you know, some sort of uh, a non-profit that wouldn't have made a profit. But she, you know, like, I'm sure she does something for charity, you know, to write that off. And then she's probably got some sort of, you know, a swimwear Shoes, or a hair. Accessories. Nail polish. Bags, gloss. She sells something on the side. There, it's inevitable. Dog clothes. You know, that's without saying. That is what all these girls do. So, you know, I'm not going to say that she doesn't have, you know, her own lawyer and her own prenup like Princess Love to protect her. (laughs) (laughs) You sat here and tried to tell that lie with a straight face. To protect her. That man said nice to meet you. (laughs) Clothing line and hairline. You've got to protect them. So. Your Princess Love clip ins. (laughs) 
<laughs> or whatever you say. So, like the drawstring. <sighs> no, those are still those still are really popular in high schools. They are. I mean, because teenage girls do not have four or five hundred dollars to get no full sewing with and human hair and all. Even that. if their mama does, bitch, you know what else the I could answer do? Answer is <laughs> Hell no. no. <laughs> not when you can go right on down to the beauty supply with this thirty dollars and get you something that we can microwave real quick and have you a whole ass hairstyle done in the morning. First no, of all, girl. The only person who needs to be out here styling and profiling with the, this hair is me. Like, you don't you need, need to, be to get cute. them AIDS. Okay, <laughs> so you put in this donut and get you a cute bun. And okay. gel that shit down and get this fucking homework done. My mama loved that sock bun trend. She was Let like, yes, cut up your old socks and put a bun in your hair. Do that. You are finished. <laughs> Set it and forget it. That was a great, you know, that was a great time. I'm bringing the sock bun back. Because that was a great look for us. (laughs) White people are just a second away from that. So, I mean, just let's just be quiet about it. Because it's only, you know, a matter of time for a week out before one of the Jenners. Kylie. It's probably going to be her. But maybe Kendall, because she likes to try it too. Welcome to the Kylie and Kendall app. (laughs) Want to know something great you can do with a, a sock? It's super awesome. It's so affordable for all of you girls that are poor, which is most of you. And we just learned it because we came up with it by ourselves. Tyga, tell them some more about it. Like, <laughs> you are so dumb. Just, that's it's how coming, it always right. goes. Exclusive. Um, uh, so, Jaheem got a perm. And... Uh, I don't know why. Was it for... Oh, no. That was... That was, the, that was Jock who said who did it for a movie. A movie. Okay. Some Atlanta not even going straight to cable production. Look, the cutscenes between commercial are when you're going into commercial for Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. <laughs> those, not. Those aren't films. That doesn't count as you being on it's set. It's not a movie. It's not a movie. I know that Mona is chucking out dollars for these cameras and these swooping oh, angles. And honestly, she deserves. Because somehow... I keep tuning in to the garbage she puts on television. I try to get away from it. I can't and do I just, it. It's so good. It's so terrible that I can't stop. It's, it's just, just so awful. Watching Princess be a whole ass idiot for Ray J. Ray I cannot stop Jay. watching it happen. Dorian. She's putting up with disrespect from this nigga's mama and it's Ray J. Sonia's wig been the same. <laughs> Since baby. Since Mo to the E to the. So you will not take off that wig. She's comfortable in it. It works for her. Oh, and Princess and let me is tell you something TV. about it. She'll beat your ass. Sounding a fool. Just looking so dumb. Talking about you can't trust Ray J. Because every time y'all break up, something go down. And last time he stole your trademark. Bitch, do you hear what you're saying? He stole your trademark? The lawyer was like. I beg your pardon. <laughs> She's right. like, yeah, I bought the logo, but not the trademark. And he so got you mad want at me. A prenup because you're still gonna marry him. Yeah, but put in a clause that if he has a baby, then I get half. So just if he has a baby girl, not if he cheats. So you're you're predicting. Oh, she knows. <laughs> she knows. But if he's reckless enough to do it without a condom, then she definitely wants half. And she, they caught away to her in her little interview talking about. 
I know I'm going to have to deal with Ray J out here stepping out on me or whatever, but if he brings a baby home, I'm taking half. What? Like, I deserve. Okay, so I definitely fast-forwarded through that part because she was sitting in there with You this, have to watch her meeting with, with the lawyer. With this pantsuit it's or whatever. so good. And oh. these padded shoulders looking like a rockin' robin. Yeah, she said she wanted to protect herself, and he said, what assets do you have? And she said, well, I have my princess love hairline. That's when I skipped her. <laughs> She said, I've got my hairline, my clothing line. And that white man still looked like... And I was just like, this is embarrassing. Not familiar. <laughs> Normally when people it. list their assets, they say, oh, I have my hairline worth about $750,000. I have my house worth blah, blah, blah. My car. You are just listing ideas in your <laughs> app, in your notes app. This is... You bought the logo. You had a logo design, but didn't buy the trademark for a place of business. I Activate T is not an asset. Oh, oh and that it. is just one storyline on one Mona Scott production. It is just. It's really not even my favorite because I go up for Lyrica. Oh, whenever Lyrica and Lyrica Jr. And I'm talking about the mama. I was going to say, whenever the Lyricas are on screen, something great is about to happen. It's and when Lyrica's magic. mama and that nigga's mama get together, it's television gold. It's just great. It's just It's just great. Perfect. What are you doing in my car, Pam? <laughs> Like she's just when fantastic. When she had that car repossessed and then pulled up like... No, no. He asked for that. Because you don't do no shit like that. Pulling out waist trainers and suggesting women wear waist trainers in front of motherfucking people. You don't do shit like that. That is rude. But the mama was also crazy. Like, and so everybody you involved is horrible and wrong. Which is even more reason to not do no fuck shit like that. If you know my car, your car is in my name, it would be in your best interest not to piss me off. Like, you played yourself doing that. Why would you do that to me knowing that your vehicle's in my name and I can take it back whenever I want to? Legal is, legally, it's mine. And they don't give a fuck who been making the payments. The car belongs to me. I would have had that car gone way before you would have seen it leave. And I would have had nothing but a Child. note there. It was beautiful. A note in the car's place that said, you must have forgot. And that would have just <laughs> just a little post that's because you laying on the ground. Clearly, you forgot. You did. Um, All of this was supposed to be about Jaheem's hair. But anyway... Oh, um, yeah. It looks terrible. Um, it does. It's just really crazy looking and unnecessary and oh. just, and then he doesn't really seem to know his angles. Um, and so, you know, naturally we all laughed at him and um, he, I guess, it hurt his feelings. I don't know. Because he's saying people are bullying him and he's coming back for everybody who has something to say, including motherfuckers who say he looked like Jamie Foxx. On Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> of course, he got into this whole back and forth with Charlemagne, where I think he said he wanted to fight him. And then he said Didn't he Charlemagne wanted... call him Donkey of the Day or something? I mean, Charlemagne has called literally everyone Donkey of the Day. But I mean, who... But everybody... Duh. There's a whole long line of people Jaheem gonna have to fight, because everybody laughed at this. It's a long line, brother. I mean, you're going to be like, it's I was going to make a Spongebob reference, but you wouldn't. Never mind. I know Spongebob. Do you remember the fish that wanted to fight him? No. You don't remember the fish that wanted to fight him, and then when he finally did keep p punching him, nothing happened. <laughs> cool. Anyway. <laughs> I thought it was going to be something about Sandy. <laughs> no, it was a fish that kept fighting, Damn. trying to fight Spongebob and punching him, and Spongebob was too soft. <laughs> For you to feel that shit. Oh, right, and so he just kept sponge. ignoring him. 
This nigga's punching SpongeBob in his sleep, breakfast, at his job, when he's fucking oh, with Patrick. Oh, I love it. And made, like, that's Jaheem. That's literally you to the oh, world right brother. Now. Oh, brother. Jaheem stayed doing something that make the internet laugh at him, though. But then he said he wanted to be on The Breakfast Club to, like... <laughs> to address it in person or some other shit. And it was like, nigga, you got a text message from young jock who told you, here's a quick way to get some quick attention since nobody's paying attention to your motherfucking ass. Go and get a box kit perm and motherfucking and grease your edges down. Post a really oily photo on Instagram and watch the mentions flood. And so now you want to do interviews. We're good. But interviews for what? What do you have to promote? Your edges? So, right. I mean, because this is... Or the missing case of the edges? This or? is not... I don't. I hope you don't think this is a big enough story for us to pay attention to it longer than, like, that day that we paid attention to it. Like, we're literally finished. <laughs> we couldn't even get... We're ending it. It's we, over. We started talking about love and hip-hop <laughs> instead. <laughs> oh, my God, we did. So... We completely gave up. We were like, Jaim, yeah, anyway. Definition of playing yourself. Because you did this for what? Like, for no reason. Talking about this is how my hair has always been styled. Lie. We stopped caring before we even started talking about it. And then we had to force ourselves to finish the story. So it's over, bro. Um, so loads and 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 loads. And loads so extra. of you <laughs> were, you know, gracious enough to remind me and remind me and remind me and remind me and remind me oh. and remind me and remind me and remind me and remind me that Trick Daddy is out of control. Thanks so much. Um, I actually, you know, I found this week that I slipped into kind of like a Finding Dory uh, short-term memory loss thing. So I really needed to be reminded every 30 minutes that one of my favorite artists of all time is a fuck nigga. Thanks so much. Um, Couldn't do it without you. It was probably a rough week for you with the Instagram ads and the nonstop links on social media about literally... An artist that you talk about as, like, a father figure. So, must have been very fun. I, you know, um, so Trick Daddy went, Instagram, was it? Yes. Was it even Insta? I thought it was, at first I thought it was an interview, but then I thought, who asked? (sighs) Certainly no one. It was on Instagram uh, where he basically said that I don't even want to say it. Like, honestly, I don't even want to say it. I really don't. Like, I'm honestly, like, I'm not even joking. I'm really kind of... Do you want to just summarize it then? You don't have to read Basically, it. he said that black women need to, quote-unquote, tighten up because Spanish women and white women are getting finer and such and such and then went on this whole rant about everything that's supposed to be wrong with black women that isn't (laughs) and so the whole uh point of this unsolicited tirade was that you know black women again are useless under the shadow of spanish and white women because I guess they stand up for themselves. 
or because being black just automatically makes us garbage, even though you are black as fuck also. It's like, I guess whatever makes us uglier than white girls or what he calls Spanish girls doesn't make him uglier or doesn't apply to men. You know, it's only black women who are somehow shittier than these others for no real reason. And once these other hoes learn how to fry chicken, then it's officially over for black girls and will be useless. It just always seems like this useless narrative. It's like it always feels like, oh, black women are always complaining about something or always have something to say or, you know, they object over something. It's always like, oh, black women have an attitude or whatever. But it's like, you're a black person shitting on me who is also black. And you should know why shitting on black people is horrible. And I am supposed to be your quote-unquote sister, right? Uh, or your queens or whatever that we're supposed to be. But you would rather take the side of some Spanish and white bitches because they're more attractive to you. But then you get confused. Like, I can't have an attitude. It's just, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. I don't have anything to say besides the fact that I'm just really disappointed and... There goes another one. Yeah. You seem unhappy. And I could tell you, like, physically were struggling with even looking at those words on the screen and didn't even want to say them out loud. Because it's like, not that we expect some big progressive feminist theory from Trick Daddy. This isn't even hardly one of the worst things he said. We know Trick Daddy, right. I mean, right. And this is, it's not like he's said nothing but great, wonderful things till now. And this is the first time he's ever said something fucked up either. But it's just like, damn, really? That's how you feel about us? Really? When black people have supported, black women in particular, like, have been such a huge part of your fan base and supported your career from the very beginning till now. Like, would you even be somebody for those white and Spanish girls to know without black girls? Would you even? Period. Ain't no Spanish and white hoes like that going to no motherfucking Trick Daddy concert. Not today. Not in the 90s. Not in the fucking early 2000s. Not never. It was black people going to those shows. I know because I'm a fucking black person from Miami who went to Trick Daddy shows and went to Trina shows and followed fucking slip and slide since junior high school and shit. Like, so I don't. Like, is this Mona? Is Mona, is this love and hip-hop Miami shit? Is that what we're doing? Are we trying to gear up for whatever the fuck that fuckery oh, is going to be? Like, I don't know what this is about or whatever, but sure. Everybody who I've ever liked or admired or been a fan of, please just completely just keep ruining my vision or, you know, who's next? Just everybody, just let's do it. Come on, just come and disappoint me, please. Come out the woodworks and ruin it. Trina, are you next? Like, what's next? Everybody, just come and just ruin our lives, please. Mm. Mine, specifically. Because who the fuck else talks about Trick Daddy seven goddamn days a week? Yeah. So, of course, anyway. So, that's that. And it sucks. So great. Thanks. Shout out to Miami-Dade County. I mean... So happy. I'm sorry, friend. I just... So, I mean, if Carrie Underwood came out with All Lives Matter, I feel like me and you, like, I would feel the same way you probably feel right now. Just, like, personally betrayed and devastated by this. Was Carrie Underwood a star when you were a child? No. It's different. You're right, because you grew up with Trick Daddy. This is, maybe if Michael Jackson said, oh, not Michael Jackson. It just doesn't even. Somebody else. Would literally never <laughs> I'm struggling to find a comparable person for me, but I feel your pain. And I'm sorry you're going through this. 
Is that well, it? Is that our last story? No. Um, first of all, North, North, Northwest, Kanye West had a rant at a concert in Seattle where he mentioned the fact that uh, North and Blue Ivy have never played together. I just felt like mentioning that because <laughs> it's definitely going to fuel the voiceovers that I do for these children again in the future. Um, you know that providing <laughs> my imaginary dialogue between Should've Blue never Ivy told and us anybody that. else, it's one of my favorite things in the world to do. So for you to confirm what I've always <laughs> believed, which is that Blue Ivy <laughs> neither has the time nor the energy for any of that <laughs> to be bothered with the others because truthfully that probably has nothing this was like a long thing he talks about some shit with with uh the title apple music thing and how he wants to do this joint album with drake but then that was like this conflict between him and jay-z because of the apple music title thing and he said something else that didn't what uh, oh that jay-z Jay didn't come by the house yeah didn't come to see them after the robbery thing, but he called him and he felt like he should have came over there like as brothers or whatever. And I'm just like, okay, all that stuff is cool too. But let's get back to the first thing, <laughs> which is that Blue Ivy is yes. literally, I don't even feel like Jay-Z is the one who was like, nah, we don't have time. I think that Blue literally turns to them when they ask, "Are you? do you want to go over and hang out? Mm -hmm. And she's pretty much like, are you serious right now? Like, I was literally about to go and hop into my Bentley. You know what I'm saying? Right. The back, clearly. Right. right, And have, you know, one of Julius's many uh, sub-bodyguards drive me down to whichever toy store it is that I wanted to go to. We were going to get all of the cotton candy. I may have even purchased something for you, but then you wanted to bring up this <laughs> other girl that I have nothing to do with and have no desire to have anything to do with. So there goes your gift. Um, <laughs> Every time they ask, the answer is going to be a fresh no. <laughs> and, um, Even better I, for me is the thought of Jay Z talking to Beyonce about it because I can just see her being like, "Nigga, if you thought that I was going to allow you to pack up my child and take her over there around them crazy ass white people and all the shit they be having going on at that house, you got a whole nother thing coming." And I don't think like for Kanye to have gone on stage. And spilled out all these emotions and talked about all this stuff and Jay-Z not really all this and that. It's like, once again, you're letting us into something that the rest of us didn't need to be made Hard aware enough. of. Like, this is none of our business. Thank you for sharing. Isn't. But this has literally nothing to do with the rest of us. And this is why they don't go over there. Because y'all don't know how to probably, keep nothing to yourself. Probably has a lot to do with it, bro. This has everything to do with it, nigga. I just feel like it has a lot to do. I mean... Who would Kanye go over there? Kanye West and Kim Kardashian are one of the most open with their business ass couples on earth. Absolutely. Beyonce and Jay Z are one of the most mind your own goddamn business ass couples on earth. They are like, we will show you the dress or the picture of the baby or what we did on vacation when we good and goddamn ready. And you will only hear about it from our outlets. Right. You can hear about it on Tidal. 
You can maybe see it on Beyonce's uh, Instagram. Maybe <laughs> even Tumblr. on Tumblr. Yeah. But other than that, girl, mind your business because you weren't meant to hear about it. The end. And that's all So I is. don't understand. Like, duh, girl, of course. Don't have Beyonce is not updating her apps with daily videos about what she did and how she gained five pounds. Beyonce doesn't have a book with her titties and vagina in the middle of it. That's not shaming. I'm just saying she just isn't it's she giving you an example of what, what she she's willing to show and what. <laughs> Not. This isn't it. How, you know, Kim Kardashian is very open. Beyonce is very not. You know, so I just... Nothing about them, and and friend or not, which, you know, I think over the years it's debatable to, to really talk about how close Kanye and Jay really are. At the end of the day, you got to stick by your wife. I'm sure Jay-Z and Kanye both understand that. And if Beyonce does not want to go over to Kim Kardashian's house, she's for damn sure not letting Blue Ivy go over there. And that is just the end of the conversation. I mean, I'm just, where is the confusion? Blue Ivy's definitely not going somewhere Beyonce won't go. You Now, you have to understand that. If there's anybody she's protective of, it's Blue Ivy. And she has every reason to be. I mean, she's her mom. That's just what moms do. So, so right. I mean, that's anybody. So, of course, but Blue if Ivy you'll is get not going a, over there. <laughs> on a flying stage around however many thousands and thousands of people and say all of this personal business they don't nobody need to know, and most of the people in, involved in this besides you probably didn't want you to say. Then, Including Kim. What would stop you if they did have this child go over and play with you with your child? What would stop you from then one day being in your feelings and going up there and being like, Well, when Blue Ivy came over to the house, she had on these shoes and she didn't take them off. And I felt like, <laughs> so you really just gonna walk on my rug? And, you know, at the same time, you know, when North... Decided that she wanted to watch Peppa Pig. The Blue Ivy said, it's a, this is a Doc McStuffins house, bitch. And I don't care how, like, it's like, you know what I'm saying? When will it stop with Kanye? When, where will right. the, it would be best if that just don't happen. That right. way you don't Let's say something out of it. that we really have a problem with. So, <sighs> I can't blame Beyonce. I can't. I'm looking at this and I just don't see where I would do anything differently. And tr- also, I also North, I'm not going over there. North seems like a very, like sweet, like, fun-loving, please don't aggravate or confuse me, baby. Mm-hmm. Blue seems like <laughs> I don't and have confusion time on what for I this. Do. Like, <laughs> who are you? Okay, move. Like, <laughs> Blue Ivy, like, queen of chaos. I feel like Blue Ivy just comes through and she's a presence. And what she wants is clearly expressed by herself. Like, I feel like she doesn't make any, she's not shy about saying what she wants or expressing her displeasure or distaste with someone. It doesn't matter who is watching. Everybody can get out of Blue Ivy's way. Listening, listen, move. Y'all saw her cut up on the white carpet at the VMA. Is your name on the the list? What is she doing back here? Who Who is is she? Whose man is this? Okay, well, what I'm going to do... I'm going to go and get in the sprinter until y'all niggas figure out what the fuck you're doing. Because clearly everybody's lost their mind. Y'all got stranger niggas around me. Like, y'all don't know who the fuck I am. Clearly. So I'm going to go until y'all, y'all figure bonkers. it out. Right. Because, I mean, clearly this area is not ready for me. There's too many faces here I don't know. Clean it up and stop acting like I don't have firing capabilities around here. Over all you hoes. Anybody can get terminated. Literally anyone. I don't even have to ask permission. I will simply go to my mama and say such and such no longer works here. And I'm going to get a lollipop. It's just I do what I want. Figure it out. 
<laughs> I don't answer to nobody but Beyonce. And we talk about it, to be honest. <laughs> we don't direct one another. We collaborate. There's always a negotiation involved. <laughs> Truthfully, it goes my way 95% of the time because I'm the dog. Because Bisaye sees my vision. It's, it is what it is. So. I broke records. <laughs> Chart records. You bitches better fall in, in line. In two days. I'm the youngest person to ever chart. Who are you? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Did okay. somebody say something? I know Blue Ivy can be in a room full of grown people and open her mouth and they will all shut up. What is she about to say? I have been in music videos already. Like, what have you done with your life? What does she make for being in formation? $600,000 or something? Something crazy. Some, some insane amount. Look, just carry this purse... And fix your attitude, okay? Before your juice gets demoted. <laughs> you don't want to get back to that 75% water, that yeah. artificial. Anyway. You don't um, even got to ask Beyonce, because Blue Ivy said no. Last but not least, Drake is not apologizing for what he said uh, about Kid Cudi on whatever new ass song. He has some song called Two Birds, One Stone, where he says, you were the man on the moon. Now you just go through your phases. Something about staying zanned and perked up. Um, I'm not going to say the rest of it because it's also disappointing and I feel like unnecessary. Um, and he then left a comment on Instagram. Many people were very upset about this. Um, he left a comment saying, <clears throat> Man's need to stop mentioning my name when they get geeked. Supposed to be all love out here. Word to my bro, Pablo. So I don't know what? if, like, Drake's white mom has to humble him or who's got to step in. Which of the exes? Well, now I'm confu- I'm very confused by that whole statement. I didn't know anything about Drake going on Instagram and making a comment at all. Like, I hadn't even heard that. Somebody left story. a comment on one of his photographs, and they said, On the reels, though, why you got to be dissing Cuddy? I mean, I get that he called you out first, but he did that because you can't write your own shit. I got respect for both of y'all, but that man going through some shit. And that was his response to that. You need to stop mentioning my name when they get geeked. Now, I don't know if the geeked he meant was I think like, geeked means high, right? I mean, it can mean high or just really excited, but it, I think the origin of that word means high. Right. Um, which he said on the song. So it's like, I mean, the nigga's in rehab, bro. Get the, What are you doing? Yeah, so when I heard the song, I didn't even notice the lyrics too much. And then when I saw the backlash about it, I went back and looked at them and then listened to it again. And I see where people are coming from. That's just not where my mind went to when I heard or read those lyrics. And it just wasn't a connection that I made. Like, other people started talking about it and, like, you know, if you do this and this. And I'm like, okay, I mean, I see what y'all are saying. And I do think Drake was dissing Cuddy. I just didn't see him. I didn't see how those bars meant he was dissing the brother for having a mental illness. Like, I just didn't make that connection. But... I'm not trying to take it away from anybody who felt a way about it because clearly it was enough people who felt a way for it to be perceived in that light. And then for that to be Drake's response to it makes me feel like he probably was coming at the nigga in a backwards-ass way and now he's just being like, oh, well, I said it and y'all can be mad about it. That's just how I looked at it. You know, you niggas, you know, and your CrossFit 
I guess it just changes the game for y'all because Drake has been out here hitting these battle ropes Wait a minute and whatever now. the fuck. <laughs> And doing all of this what stuff, getting countless ca- tattoos. Mama's got abs now and pectoral <laughs> muscles. And now he wants to just be like, oh, well, I'm undefeated out here. He came for Pusha T on that song, too. And that was the person who mm. people were just like, uh, so are you ever going to come out come for a Pusha? Because he's tried you like seven times now, back to back. And so he went ahead and did that. So I thought, oh, okay, well, that's cool. Let's see where this goes. I love a good rap battle. Kid Cudi being in rehab and suffering from depression and anxiety, if it didn't, if it wasn't obvious before, it clearly explains the outburst that he had. Mm. I think anyway. And so, I mean, if you, it's not something like, I don't feel like we should all go and hunt Drake down and go and shoot him in the forehead. I mean, I don't really care. You know what I'm saying? I still don't like views and it is what it is, but Drake is awesome. He's super successful. He's, you know, nice to look at. And... He puts out a good single. He knows what he's doing. He is a musician. He's a king of of creating buzz, capitalizing on it, waving it, taking it on to the next buzz. He knows what he's doing. He's almost like the rap Taylor Swift, but not insufferable. Right. Not not, not yet. <laughs> like, he's not yet. But, I mean, it looks this, like the, he might be headed there. I mean, I was ambivalent about it. Because, you know, I could see both sides. So, I was like, I'm going to stay neutral on it. I'm not going to ride for Drake or Cuddy because I don't stand for neither one of them niggas. And I didn't really see the hurtfulness, like, the hurtful diss that other niggas saw. But that response You don't have to necessarily up. say, oh, you know, fuck your depression, you stupid, depressed, dark bitch. Like, you don't have to say that. Oh, Lord. It, but if there had been any reference to, like, moods or anything like that, I, w- I could have seen it. But he's just talking what I saw anyway or what I interpreted was him talking about the nigga for being on drugs, which everybody is on. But the thing that I don't think people realize is that when you're in the state of mind that Kid Cudi might be in at this moment where you, like, don't know left, right, up from down and anxiety and depression are really kicking your ass. And anxiety and depression have beat my ass. And I've never needed to go to rehab for it. However, any little thing is very dangerous. You don't know what could push somebody over the edge. So the number one nigga in rap right now taking any kind of shot at Kid Cudi while he's going through this, you don't know the lengths that it could take him. You don't know how many steps backward he could take. And to me, you being Drake and Cuddy being Cuddy, again, I say it on this very same show that I don't know shit about Kid Cuddy and I don't plan on learning because I'm not interested in him as a musician. I know he has plenty of fans. That's cute. I respect that. I'm not interested in him like that. But people are people and humans are humans. Everything that Drake got, Drake could lose fucking tomorrow. So to me, to make a blow like that after you, like he's... Pusha is different because Pusha T is out here releasing music, doing stuff on good music with Kanye Mm -hmm. and has bars and is ready like, so let's do this. Cuddy is a completely different state. Like, for what? Like, Mm -hmm. now I just feel like you're just taking shots at everybody to take shots because it's like, fuck all y'all. I can say whatever I want to and I will. So kind of like kicking somebody when they already down as opposed to just responding to somebody who took shots at you. I see what you're saying. Like Kanye weeks ago was like, love to kick Cuddy. You know, that's my brother and I hope everything's all right. Mm. Why you had to diss him? You know what I'm saying? And Drake's then talk like, no, about, I'm still mad. Mm, yeah, I see. 
Like, I know Rihanna was like, you know what? I'm done again, and I'm going to go get some dreads and get high and then go visit my fam down in the islands or whatever. Good luck. Um, maybe I'll see you again when it warms up. Maybe not. You know, I do whatever the fuck I want to. We'll just find out. I'm fine, right? yeah. and you're going to have nightmares about this until I call you again. I I know that, and I don't care. And when I call, you will answer, and we you both will. know that. So. You know what I'm saying? I used to call you on your cell phone. <laughs> um who knows if I'll do it again? But I do know that when you see right. that hotline bling, you're gonna you're gonna trip over yourself to answer the phone. So when you see my name, um, bye. <laughs> right, and I'm, left, and that's it. Is what, but you don't have to do all this. Huh. Another one disappointing. That's an interesting, me today. yeah. But that's a really interesting point of view. You guys are super rich and have pool parties every weekend, and all the bitches and hoes and niggas come, and y'all get high or do whatever the fuck. And so, you know, I'm just trying to make sure that I can pay this rent so who knows what do i know i'm just a nigga well i hope kid cuddy is doing well enough to or you know i hope that this didn't affect him or set him back in any way and that sort of thing that's not even something that i thought about honestly so hopefully he's doing well is that it as far yep, as that is the end okay let's take a break when you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my mm-hmm. own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. Again, that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now let's get back to show. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here are feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts all right we're back and it's time for listener letters yes it is send your questions to ask three to gmail.com we're starting with one that is not at all gross or crazy this week i mean thank god it's from Brittany with an e who says this letter is mainly for kid fury it's about his experience with being a dog owner 
I've been entertaining the idea for the past year. However, every time I mention it to my friends, they laugh or look at me funny or question how I plan to take care of it given my lifestyle. I wouldn't say that I'm particularly busy, but I do enjoy random trips and outings. I tend to get away a lot because I don't have any obligations that require me to stay home. But if I got a dog, I think I would need to slow down due to the new responsibility. I think I can do it, but my friends seem to be skeptical. How has your life changed since you got Link? Has it caused you to think twice with regards to traveling? What tips can you provide? Crystal, you can chime in as well if you've ever had a pet. Love tuning into the read. Proud of you both. Thanks. Thanks, Brittany. Appreciate that. Yes. Thanks, Brittany, for this triggering email. (laughs) Wait, it was supposed to be nice. Like something fun for you to talk about because you love Link and and something good. I have to go out of town the day after tomorrow and I still have to find somebody to watch this dog. I got a dog because, A, I love dogs. I love animals in general, except roaches, um, most spiders and serpents. Um... Other than that, animals are the great and dogs are my favorite. And, you know, dealing with depression and being the fact, being that I stay home for the majority of my days, I just wanted company. And so I decided to, hey, get me a little dog. I love her to pieces. She's the greatest. Um, But the fact that I do have to travel a lot is complicated because I always have to find somebody to watch her. And it's uh, it's stressful because I don't always want to ask the same people to watch her all of the time. And then I don't want to take her to other people's home. It's just complicated. And not but not all dogs are the same. Like, I have a terrier. So she doesn't know when to shut the fuck up or sit the <laughs> fuck down or be the fuck quiet. <laughs> she doesn't do any of those things. Different types of dogs are different. You know, you may get a dog. Hell, you may even get a terrier that's just like, I'm just chilling. Like, I don't give a fuck. I'll do what I need to do. You don't even ever have to come back. You know, so I'm not going to say don't do it. But if you are somebody who travels a lot or who is really busy, then I would think twice about it because it's way more work than you think it is and expensive. Yeah, I haven't had a dog since, like, high school, college, so I don't really know what it's like, especially in the context of, like, living in New York and all that shit, because I didn't have to go outside and walk my dog. The dog lived outside, and it walked itself around the backyard. That's all, like, walking a dog for what? They walk outside where they live, in the back. What are you talking about? I've never That's understood just extra that. work that I don't know nothing about. But I've also seen you have a lot of fun with Link and how excited she gets when she sees you and all that. Like, it's clearly very rewarding. But, yeah, turn down she doesn't do. So it must be hard Yeah, trying to get people to be like. It is stressful. I would love to hang out with your very excited dog for three, four days. Um, But... Go for it. I don't know. Look it up. If you think about whatever breed it is that you want specifically, there's actually a website. I don't know if it's Pet Finder, but there's one where you can like take a little quiz or something and answer questions about yourself. And then it tells you like a bunch of breeds that are probably fit your lifestyle the best. I can't remember what website it is, but I'm sure if you have ever even tried to use Google, it won't be hard to find. (laughs) Okay. So we have a question that we've never gotten before from some white people. And it starts off, All right. it's not traumatic. Okay. It says, hey, Kid Fury and Crystal, my wife and I are very excited to adopt our first child. To give you some backstory, we're white in our 30s and we live in Seattle and we saw you guys at your live show when you came. Thanks. Three months ago, 
Our, our attorney notified us that a woman in Texas wanted to give up her baby for adoption, and we needed to get there within 12 hours. We arrived and immediately fell in love. We are, in, we are in the initial stages of adopting our son, but the process cannot be finalized until his biological father indicates that he does not want custody. He hasn't been in contact with, with our son's biological mother and did not appear at the first court date. In any case, his bio mom gave him an extremely creative name. He is African-American, and as a white person and white parent, I don't want to seem like I am stripping him of his heritage. However, neither my wife nor myself think that his name fits his incredibly little personality or the amazing man we know he'll become. If, God willing, our adoption is finalized, do you think changing his name would be racist or at least paternalistic? We want to be culturally sensitive parents who will empower our son and make him feel comfortable in his blackness. We're thinking of something like Malcolm or Garrett. You may find this odd, but we joined a local black church so that he can meet other children who look like him. Our neighborhood is very white and neither of us have many black friends. We posed the question to some church members and received mixed reactions. We would really appreciate your input and can't wait till you come back to the Pacific Northwest. Thanks, Andrew. See, I told you it was something we had not gotten before and also not traumatic. Barely, because I'm getting kind of a losing Isaiah vibe from this. and um... I appreciate. So <laughs> when I first saw the email, I was like, ooh, Andrew. But I appreciate that. You when I'm totally kidding. I don't want to hurt your feelings. When I'm people just... adopt across racial lines, I appreciate when the parents make the effort to understand that their child's experience will be different than theirs. I mean, at least you're not like Madonna and giving your kid, giving the motherfucker gold teeth and saying we call each other nigger or that's my dog oh, or God. whatever. Like, oh, Cause that's just ridiculous. I mean, a black church is really important too. Also, like I think that was a great, that's move. like instrumental. That, like, is, that it just has to happen. Man, this is a great idea for you to join a black church and have that child be raised around those people. Period. Especially if he's going to be in school and neighborhoods with white people, he needs, some regular blackness and brave too and he because needs to if be able you taking make friends and if you taking that. your white asses down to a black church with that black baby and sitting th- that you love that child because that is the source of black shadiness it is but it is also side eyes were born there <laughs> there and and you know what i've been obviously a member of black churches all my life but i've we've also always had one or two white couples and usually they were white with white kids every now and then they That's had what mixed I'm saying. kids Right, for y'all to come with a black baby, some people are going to be like, what is y'all doing? But it's going to be a whole lot of other people who just want to help you and are glad you are even at church. If you believe in God, then you can absolutely read them. And black churches are so, like, black, they don't really don't want to turn nobody away. (laughs) Yeah. Unless they are. I'm not saying that that's going to happen. I'm just saying, like, you're just going to, it's just, it may be awkward sometimes, I'm thinking. Well, Whatever, yeah. that's not even You're right, though. Point. Like, it's going to be awkward at church. It's going to be awkward in life. Because people are going to be looking at y'all like, what are y'all doing with this right. black child? Either way, um, I don't think it's, I guess I don't think it's racist to change this kid's name. I'm glad, I'm kind of glad you didn't tell us what name she gave him. Yeah, I don't even want to know, actually. I think if I were you, I would ask the biological mother how she feels about it. See, I, I don't know how to answer this question because not only do I not have children, I don't want any. So I can't even put myself in the position to be like, this is what I would do. This is what my paternal instincts feel like they would do. Because I just don't even understand. <laughs> take like, it and name it whatever you want. The whole desire to take a child in and, and <laughs> place them in your life, period, to me, it just confuses. <laughs> so I don't even, you know, I don't. Because the part of me, I feel like 
If the if you're adopting this baby, then like what the fuck I gotta ask you how you feel about this child's name for? Like if it's a baby and the child don't even know his name yet or answer his name or whatever, then I'll just call the baby what I wanna call the baby. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now if the baby's name was like Malik Shabazz and you changed his name to Timmy or like yeah. you know, out of Jet <laughs> Chet. <laughs> Something that only white people give, right? Something you know, like that. something that just completely strips him of his blackness. I see the the blackness in a Malcolm or a Garrett. Or, My little brother's name's Garrett. Yeah, I see. I don't. It's not that I don't see that. It's that you know there is kind of like a icky feeling of white people taking this black child and then taking away whatever name his mama gave him and replacing it with something else. But know? the fact that you even gave a fuck to ask if if it was cool or like, you know, the more the morality surrounding it whatever. Yeah. I mean, that's just a step in the right direction. I personally if you named this baby Malcolm, I wouldn't I don't see the problem in that personally. I just, I think that first and foremost, if you are going to be great parents to this child, you're going to raise and love this kid and take on those responsibilities and also be very clear and very honest with this child throughout his life about his blackness and about his experiences Mm -hmm. and about what it means to be black in America, then, I mean, you could name the baby... Um, eagle i don't like who cares yeah i just it's far more important that y'all are willing to like not raise him to be like all lives matter and we don't see color i don't see color i'm from every continent you know as long as he gets it and he is being raised with pride of his race and knowledge of where he comes from and that sort of thing then i don't really see the big deal and whatever the fuck it is that you choose to name him i'm still surprised you choose to have one but i mean that's just what you know y'all do and i keep seeing everybody these little babies tay hecker's baby is so fucking cute you know that i'm a a harp stan um uh, carly told me that i could be the president of the harp hive (laughs) so it's decided um so the babies are getting to me i feel like you know within a decade from now i'm gonna be like all right i have to have one but as of right now fuck that but it's not about me everybody oh my god john legend and chrissy Teigen's baby is so cute that baby looks like a drawing oh what a little nugget she is oh my god like a hannah and barbara oh, like a like a what a doll minute made what was the what was the minute those the garber little, baby no those little cartoons just like a little betty boop like somebody oh, yeah. drew she that just, baby yeah her face is just it's impossible it just god so adorable so for the last question, we can either this is there's one about lesbians and there's one about like messy nigga shit. So both you sound really um, <laughs> you tempting. One is like you know lesbians and misogyny and stuff like that, and the other one is about niggas. Let's do the niggas. Okay. So this email comes from Renee, who says, "Yes, you can say my name." And she says, I'm a 30-year-old single mother of a 20-month-old quote-unquote woman. She really embodies all of the asshole in the world sometimes. I hate to say that of my daughter, LOL, but she's a true savage. Anyway, back in March, an old friend of mine and I got back into contact with one another. And around May, we started dating. On the outside looking in, he's a perfect gentleman. He buys me and my daughter things. He takes us out to dinner and says all the sweet things you would hope to hear from a boyfriend. 
How motherfucking ever we finally did the do one night and it was fucking horrible. Not only did he have a little ass dick, he did not know how to eat the pussy right. And he wants to do long dick nigga positions with that little ass. Y'all are so graphic. Like, oh my God. requested this. But I didn't know that it was going to be so vulgar. This is, (laughs) and Carly hit me up and was like, maybe somebody else should pick the questions because the shit you've been picking out is wild. I mean, just (laughs) like, it's like in every detail. Yep. Straight like that. To add insult to injury, when he gets on social media, he always posts these updates bashing single mothers. I've asked him numerous what? times. Yeah. I've asked him numerous times to stop via text and Facebook, and he goes on and on about how he can say whatever he wants because he thinks it's funny. Huh. So what's After the question? All- so we're getting we're getting there. After all that, I'm not sure if homie's elevator goes all the way up to the top. And I want to know if I should stay for the sake of being a hopeless romantic or if I should go <laughs> because he likes to act too school too cool for school on Facebook. Please help. Thanks, Renee. I don't know why you girls get into these situations with niggas who act one way in person and the total opposite what? online. Why? What's the point of that? What is the point of this? Like is this seriously a question? This is it. This is what people are going through. Now, I don't know if there's something you can do about the fact that his penis is small. And I feel like, you know, if the sex was bad, then that could be a combination of issues. Maybe not necessarily dick size by itself, but also sexual chemistry between the two of you or different positions. Dick size just means that you have to, you know... Bend down the hatches and really get into your role. Yeah. You know, like you've got to take it seriously and you've just got to really make every bit count. <laughs> you've got to be more creative with what you're doing to you know, get to the same end goal. Maybe not even creative. You just know you, you really have to get, you know, do your training. You know, you have to increase your stamina. You've got to eat your pineapples. You've got to make sure that you are just ready for war when you get there so that you can make up for that. Yeah. Because truthfully, like, a huge dick, it's great to look at and hold and, you know, know that you've got to go home to. All of that is great. But you can do amazing things with all kinds of sizes and shapes. Um, but he <laughs> seems to, you know, have a small dick, not be able to go down on you. Woo. And is also a fuck nigga on the internet. So I just don't have anything here to work with. You're not giving us... You said you're a hopeless romantic, but... That doesn't... That short list of nice things he does for you. Like, girl, he bought dinner and he says nice things. It's not the walking dead like (laughs) you. There are other people out here that you can... Speaking of which, we'll finish this and then I'll get to that. Okay. But what I'm saying is he's not the last nigga on earth. What are you talking about? (laughs) He sounds terrible. He sucks. So, I mean, he doesn't suck. That's apparently the problem. So... He can't fuck or give head then... What, and then what he else is there? Takes you, a single mom, to dinner and then makes fun of single moms. And then, right, and then goes on Facebook because and makes it's fun of, funny. And you're a hopeless romantic behind this nigga? Girl. But, I mean, it's not romantic, it's just hopeless. That's really what it is. This so, is sad, actually. It's really sad. And, I mean, you I don't, don't know. You don't even want to be with this nigga, girl. Let it go. Maybe you didn't realize it, so I'll just fill you in. But <clears throat> you're actually really, really fortunate because. That's not your child's daddy, so you, you can just leave. You can just leave. You don't have to. You don't like. You don't you have forgot. to ever see him again. So what? You know, like yeah. 
<laughs> Cut your losses now, girl. He's already getting on your nerves. And I guess maybe you think because he says nice things and buys your daughter stuff, maybe one day he'll change. He won't. Cut I hope you're young. And let it be. Up. No, she's 30. And her daughter's almost two. And y'all have only been fucking around since May. That's only a few months. Just stop. Just stop. Move on. You can you can get better dick from people who won't be talking about you on the internet at the same time. You can do way better than this. What? Send your questions to ask. Send us a picture of this nigga because (laughs) he must look like a god. But it don't even matter if the sex is bad too. Like you can't help having a small dick. It is what it is. This nigga can't look being bad at sex is something else. He can't look average or below average and have a small dick and can't give head and is online talking shit Mm -hmm. and you asking us questions. What is the pro? (laughs) Where is the good part? I'm lost. Uh, now what happened with The Walking Dead? What did you want to say? I just wanted to say, you know, The Walking Dead was going to be my read this week, but I'm just going to go ahead and just break it down. Y'all really pulled it this past. Uh, you, first of all, you don't just we... Do, okay, Do you sure. want to just say Yeah, that? we can. Let's just clean this up and end it because I feel you about to go That's off. That's fine. So gmail.com. We'll be back. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking about in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of the read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code space eight zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. So we are back and it's time for the read. And so what I don't watch The Walking Dead because I don't do monsters and zombies and vampires and all that. So I don't know. There are no vampires in it. There are zombies. Well, they call them walkers. But I just want to say that y'all tried it with this season premiere. Um, Y'all had us waiting for months to find out who was going to allegedly die in this premiere. You killed someone who I truly didn't give a fuck about because, I mean, I never really liked him like that. Uh, And I thought it was all good. Spoilers. Um, Then you went ahead and killed someone who... You had us going through episodes of shit last season to find out whether or not he died. Didn't die. Only for you to turn around on the first episode of this one and murder him. And not just murder him. Brutally, viciously, bloodily murder him with a bat wrapped in razor wire. With no fucking... No, like, 
nothing left to the imagination, just brain matter and blood and gore just laid out in the street. Just, it was so aggressive. Like, aggressive, fantastic TV. I haven't been that shaken up since the season six finale of Grey's Anatomy because that shit was wild. What about the Red Wedding? The Red Wedding was fucked up too, but the Red Wedding was more like, like shocking. And I feel like the part of that episode that was shocking lasted a few minutes. And the the deaths, the deaths were different. Because in the Red Wedding, Rob got shot up with some arrows. His wife got stabbed while she was pregnant and they cut his mama's throat. All of those were terrible. All of those were terrible oh and very violent. But it was not like having someone's head bashed in with a bat wrapped in barbed wire and you hearing this bat smash their head open for what felt like three solid weeks after they just did it to somebody else. What the fuck is wrong with y'all niggas? And then, my God, like I was, I literally had to pause it and I thought I was going to turn it off and like go for a walk. And I'm still not sure when I can get back to The Walking Dead (laughs) because imagine them taking a character that's been around since the beginning of it. Like, imagine if, like, next season on Scandal, they took Hook and just killed him (gasps) in the most violent possible, like, cringe-worthy, disgusting way possible. A Hook way? In a hook way? But with no, like, oh, it's 8 or 9 p.m. and we're going to so give gonna you a little taste. The, just... No, we're showing you everything. So He's you being his mangled. Head. Absolutely. Just busting open like a watermelon. Oh, wow. One of his eyes is hanging out as he's saying, good, you know, his last goodbyes to his pregnant wife, who was surely pregnant with a zombie baby, who's eating the lining of her uterus or something. Like, I mean, God. Like, oh, the world is already God. fucked up. And I'm going through my own shit. I didn't need that depressing shit. The Walking Dead, this is why I can only do The Walking Dead in doses. And I always got to catch up. Because that shit is too goddamn dark. What the fuck? I mean, nothing. We couldn't just imagine some of it. If I ever see J- Jeffrey Dean Morgan or whatever in the street, that's his ass. I'm sorry. I'm going full Jada Pinkett in a low-down dirty shame where she had to whoop Chad's ass for <laughs> cheating on whoever the motherfuck. And, um... What was the name of the goddamn show that should as the as the world as, as the, the world turns? No, because that's the real name. Oh, it, whatever the fuck soap opera that nigga was on, Jeff J D Morgan. When I see you, dash ass Negan. Whatever anybody who if you dressed up as Negan for Halloween, I'm fighting you. I don't give a fuck because that shit was too much. It was too dark. It was brutal and it was goddamn unnecessary. I will never be the same again. I really was just my god. I feel like I got jumped for an hour. What? Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's not my read. That don't even sound like something I could watch. And the show is violent. Like it's violent, and that wasn't even the most violent thing that I think I've seen on The Walking Dead. Although it's up there. The thing was, they were killing someone who's been around since the beginning. So a beloved character. that, like, yes, in one of the most horrible ways. That somebody could possibly die with up. just complete abandon for anybody else's <laughs> stomach, mind, spirit, <sighs> feelings, vision, hearing, anything. What the fuck, AMC? God damn, that's a good show. Anyway, my real read is going out to, um, you know what Verizon and Postmates have in common? They both got me fucked up. I'll tell you why. 
Um, I'm moving, which is... I'm struggling day by day not to beat my own eyeballs out, honestly, because this is just, it blows. I found out, though, that I can change my cable. I was trying to watch Jesus and Marrow on Viceland and Time Warner. It picks and chooses which channels um, it wants to air properly Mm -hmm. or whatever. So really the whole thing looked like... I don't know, whatever Jackie Christie sees when she goes to sleep at night or, you know, Duffy. I don't know, whatever. The delusional folk. It was just very hard to watch, and I was upset because it was going to be the first time that I had watched the show. So I said, you know what? I remember when I moved into this bitch, I didn't even want no motherfucking Time Warner or Spectrum, whatever the fuck they called now. I wanted Fios. So I said, let me go ahead and see if I can move or switch over to this situation when I do move. So I went on to the website. I placed my little order for my sickening new bundle and all of that stuff. And they said that in order to complete the order that they needed to do a credit check. And I was like, uh, okay, sure. So I put in my information or whatever for them to do. And they're like, okay, once we yeah, once your credit check is complete, then we'll complete your order or reach out to you about completing your order or whatever. And I just thought that that was bizarre, but I said, sure. That is bizarre because when I ordered my files, it sent me straight through to the next screen. So something went wrong. Something funny happened there. Something, something's not right. So then they sent me an email and they were like, um, we need you. Matter of fact, I'm sure that I can just pull it up. But basically they want me to send them uh, a photo ID, a copy of one photo <laughs> and one non-photo ID or copies of three forms of non-photo ID. Then I have to complete their cover sheet <laughs> and attach the cover sheet to the identification copies and fax it oh like for cable. I know why you have to do that, too, because you don't have no credit established here. (laughs) What? Yeah, that's it's not like your credit is bad or something. They're doing that to establish your identity. But you probably haven't opened a line of credit since you moved to New York. I absolutely have not. So when you requested for the cable service and you put in your address and all that, they were like, "Okay, well, we know this name and info, but this address don't match. And we just want to make sure you are who you say you are. That's what that is, but it's a pain in the ass to get all that documentation and have to send it over to them. It, Just so that I can have cable? I've had to do this. I had to do that with a bank account that I had established for years. And out of nowhere, one day they put a freeze on my account talking about you have to verify your identity. And I was like, girl, what are you talking about? And it was because I had moved to New York and I hadn't established anything here yet. So what the fuck does that mean? So that means you now have to inconvenience yourself and go pull up all these documentation. No. And go down to FedEx. So I don't have a line of credit here. I'm I'm saying that when when FiOS ran your credit check, they did that to establish your identity, to make sure that you are who you say you are, so that people are not opening up lines of credit and or opening up accounts in other people's names. Because niggas do that all the time. You see what I'm saying? So they're making sure you're opening an account for yourself. All of this sounds like adulthood. 
And I don't understand. I don't know what you're talking about. It is, and fuck it. Being an adult sucks. But yes, that's what they're doing. They're making sure that you are who you say you are. I definitely don't have no motherfucking credit cards or nothing like that in New York City because I haven't had a credit card since I was like a teenager. Mm -hmm. And I didn't get a credit card after that because I went to the Bank of America when I was 16 years old to open a fucking account so that I could deposit the money that I was making from my little shit job into a bank account. And my mother told me when you go down to the bank do not get a credit card they're, gonna they're going you. to try to get you to sign up for a credit card don't do it they tried to get me to sign up for a credit card and i did i ruined my <laughs> life so and i go your mama was like the, what did i what did i say she literally was just like don't say anything to me about it i don't want to hear anything about it i don't care anything about it because, because i in plain English, I said to you, figure it out. When you go down there, don't do this thing. And you did the exact opposite of what I said. So I've never gotten another credit card ever since then. And yeah. only up until a few weeks ago did I realize that the game was like, actually, you need to have one I because don't. not having one means this, that, and the third and the fourth. <laughs> so I need to have this credit card and use it in order for you to let me have things. Isn't that crazy? But. I have to use it the way that you tell me to use it. Don't fuck up. Don't slip and get caught slipping out here on the credit card game, bitch, because then you can't have anything. Fuck everybody. Postmates did the same (laughs) shit to me because I ordered something on Apple. I was going out of town and I needed a charger for my MacBook and an iPod. And so I ordered them on Postmates because I didn't have time to leave. I was packing. Postmates had on their Apple Store little menu, it wasn't one of those, oh, put in a custom order. It was, check this. Do you want this? What card do you want? That. Two things. Two things. Yeah. Couple of hundred dollars because it's the Apple Store. Everything's expensive. Right. They shut my account down and said, girl, send us all your ID because that was higher than the girls are comfortable with. I said, why the fuck do I need to send you my identification? Like, sense. bitch, why would you have things this price available on your That's website? Not a ch- Chase didn't if you're like gonna shut, no, the, I don't think that had anything oh, to do okay. with I was Chase. About to say, dear God, not a that kid. was Postmates. Like, mm, that sounds like a whole lot of money. But mm. then I was like, mm, then take that shit off your goddamn app. Then, like, what are you? Why is it available for me to purchase if it's too expensive? I could say I would understand if I said, give me fifteen MacBooks and thirty uh, iPads. I want seventeen iPhone sevens. Give me a drone and eighteen Beats. Like, yeah. then I would be like, okay, hold and on. Here's girl. a new a new card to pay for it all. Oh, okay. We have questions, <laughs> right? But to me, I asked for two goddamn things. You want to shut my card, my account down, and now I have to send you pictures and shit. Oh no, I'm not that. doing it. Not for Postmates, I wouldn't. For I'm Verizon, not. I would, but I'm not doing it. Postmates could kiss my ass, and girl. I still don't want to go get no motherfucking credit card and go and be like, just for what? It's for real what? dumb when you have the cash. You're like, why should I have to put this or use credit when I have cash to pay? Why do things? I need to use a card and and have imaginary money running back and American and financial when system? I just use you just have to the money that I have. No, they don't care for things. They want you to prove you have money so that they'll give you money that you don't need because you already have it. All you have to do is get a credit card and pay off your balance in full every month and you'll be fine. Long story short, I guess I'm sticking with the cable that I have for now because I refuse to do this. And I don't care about (laughs) anything or anybody or any desires, needs, applications, forms, folders. I don't care about anything. Everybody can literally suck my butthole and I'm done for 2016. I'm out this bitch.
That's your President Obama moment. I don't know if you saw him on mean tweets, but Google that clip on YouTube if you haven't seen it because that shit was hilarious. So speaking of people who are canceled and done for 2016, last week Amy Schumer released a formation parody video on title. It features herself with <clears throat> Goldie Hawn, Joan Cusack, Wanda Sykes, and lots and lots of people of color used as props throughout. And the thing about this is I understand why y'all are mad. It's not that I'm not mad about it. There's plenty to be disgusted or annoyed by here. But Amy Schumer been annoying. Amy Schumer been over. And like the whatever good that she puts out into the comedy world or the universe by way of her sketch show and how, you know, sometimes her sketches can be really smart or relevant or whatever else like that is all fine and good, but it doesn't balance out all the shitty things Amy Schumer does and how, you know, in every way she's basically comedy's version of Taylor Swift and she's just she just embodies white girl everything. And she uses her comedy as like an excuse for the fucked up things she said. She said so many horrible things. She kind of reminds me of Donald Trump in a way, like obviously not as far as ideology is concerned, but just as far as somebody who continuously says dumb fucked up racist stupid shit over and over again and every time they lose a few more fans and every time they're like hardcore crazy real stands just go harder so amy schumer is dressed like white trash i don't really think there's any other way to say this like she's literally filthy and she and goldie hahn are in I don't know what. I guess they were in Hawaii filming a movie and they decided to go off into the jungle and shoot this shit. But they're basically in old ass H&M tank tops and T-shirts and shit, just being filthy and doing a really lazy white girl copying of Beyonce's formation. It just it looks like that's what it's supposed to be. It like, you know, the joke here is we're white girls and we're clearly not as fine as Beyonce or we don't look as good as she does. We don't whatever. So this is just our lazy way of copying whatever she's doing. Like, it's just really boring. There's nothing funny about it. There's nothing in particular satirical. Like, it's more annoying than anything else. She got Wanda Sykes in this video. And let me just say about Wanda Sykes, somebody that I admired for an extremely long time, somebody I always thought was hilarious and who over the past several years kind of sort of started to disappoint me, but in the way where I would just look at her sideways and be like, mm, I'm not going to let that, you know, affect me the way I really feel like it should. And the turning point, I remember specifically when she did an interview talking about how she got married to this white woman. And I was, of course, very happy for her for coming out and the white girl was whatever. But not only did she marry this white woman, they adopted a white child. And she gave an interview saying that she didn't really feel the need to adopt a black or a mixed kid because, you know, it was crazy to assume that she and her wife were going to have a baby that looked like the both of them because they can't procreate. And so, you know, you might as well do this or whatever. And I just that just didn't vibe with me on a few different levels. Like as far as logic is concerned, what you're saying makes sense. But who doesn't? I don't understand a black woman, especially a black lesbian, choosing to immerse herself 
in an all-white household. And then when it comes time to choosing children, deliberately choosing a child who is not of your own race, at least partially. I don't understand it. And so it made me look at Wanda Sykes in a different way. And now her choosing to be in this video just makes me feel like, okay, the suspicions I had about Wanda Sykes are probably starting to roll into place. And that makes me sad because it's somebody, again, that I've looked up to for an extremely long time who's now turning out to be sort of disappointing and doing something that I feel is just like girl for what this is boring it just doesn't Amy Schumer can't dance she's lazy and she's not trying she's like stomping around feeling nothing about looking horrible she has these various scenes in and out where like one is like this there's a big or plus size or whatever word you use for girls who aren't thin black girl and you know Amy is riding around her and then there's a scene with like a bunch of native women and like it's very clear what she's trying to do here and it just it does not work it's lazy sloppy boring and who cares the whole time I'm looking at it like what what's the comedy in this what's the point in this and I don't know if Beyonce had anything to do with it I've read reports that said Beyonce allowed Amy to use her song. Nothing that says she saw this video and signed off on it. But it was enough for me to cancel my title subscription. I already wasn't using it for anything other than Prince and Beyonce. And I already own all of the music I want from those two. So until something exclusive comes out on title that I can't get from anywhere else from my fave, I just won't be bothered with it again. Like, And it's nothing for me to spend 10 or $12 or whatever a month. But if you're going to put out this kind of garbage and I'm not getting nothing exclusive from Beyonce on it on a regular basis, then there's really no me, no need for me to continue to pay for it. It was just boring. It's just trash. And it just, I don't understand why it needed to be made. I don't understand the statement you were trying to make. I don't get any of it. Was it just like, here's something else for me to say so that black people on the internet will be mad and have like a bunch of shit to tweet about me and then I can go on Instagram and be like, you know you that bitch when you cause all this conversation, selfie, haha, all girls love each other, love and respect, lift each other up. Like it's just, I'm tired of y'all shenanigans. This is regular white woman feminism antics and it's just do better do something else like this isn't this don't even move me in like a true cuss you out type of way it's more of a like wow this dirty dusty bitch is still hanging around trying to get some more attention and just it won't you have to do something better like you you have to be better than this you have to be able to rise above lazy racism in your videos or performances or whatever else like it you can't you can't skate by on that shit anymore i don't care amy schumer I just don't. I don't give a fuck. All right. <sighs> and I'm done. Don't waste my time no more. Well, I didn't watch that because <clears throat> the first thing I saw in the headline when I heard about it was Amy Schumer. So I just didn't watch it. I fought it. But people sent me probably half the people who sent you that Trick Daddy link sent me that formation link. <laughs> And I'm sure they sent it to YouTube, but I, it just was totally unavoidable. It was all over Tumblr and clips of it were everywhere and I just could not get away from it. So I sat down and watched it and it was every bit as much of a waste of time as I thought it would be. Yeah, I just, I actually don't have any to give to Amy Schumer. <sighs> so fuck her. Don't bring her up no more because her ass is over. That's going to wrap up this week's episode of The Read. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr at This Is The Read. Check out our website, thisistheread.com. And don't forget to check out our sponsor, Mod Cloth. It's your new go-to spot for fashion as unique as you with a broad range of styles from the understated to the adventurous. They've got classic and contemporary cute stuff for your body and for the home from retro to the right now 
now. So go on over to Mod Cloth and discover anything but ordinary dresses, tops, bottoms, shoes, outerwear, and decor. That's M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H dot com. And make sure you enter promo code READ at checkout to get $20 off any order of $100 or more. That's MockCloth.com. Promo code READ at checkout for $20 off any order $100 or more. Kifiri, do you have any news this week? Yes, tomorrow is Trilloween in Atlanta. Super, super excited. Um, yes, so make sure dope. that you go to Trilloween.com and get tickets if you like to come out. Um, it's apparently open bar, so oh shit, you can keep that in mind. Um, but we're gonna be safe and we're gonna act like we have sense and we're gonna be respectable. Um, and just have a really great time. Yeah, um, we're gonna turn up. We're gonna act out. New York, same goes for you on Monday from seven to ten. I don't know if the New York party is open bar. Let me check. Hmm. But. That might be cheaper to do in Atlanta than in New York. I mean, open bar in New York be like twenty eight thousand. I mean, we've, I'm, but we've done it here before. Either way, go to Trilloween. It has all the information. dot com, and and speaking of like, <laughs> whatever, the Trilloween um, tickets are also available on the Read dot com, along with tickets to our upcoming shows in L A on November fourth, December fourth in Boston, and December seventeenth in Miami. So get tickets to all those events at the com, And I think that's going to wrap it up for me. I don't think I have anything else. Do we have an acronym or are we just getting out of here? Um, yeah, we're just getting out of here. All right, guys, we will see you next week. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave.